What's your favorite video on the internet? I like some Vine compilations mm-hmm. from Mine before. is actually <laughs> uh, also a compilation um, of a little sketch comedy show. Okay. Called Josh Linden and Friends. I believe it's called Flaming Fools Productions. Flaming but- Fools Productions. And folks, Josh had a sketch comedy show when he was 12. Yep. Like I was... A child star, except for only shown to family and friends. And it was, I saw it. Uh Uh-huh. And it's actually very good. Thank you. It's better than a lot of stuff I put out in the world. (laughs) Now. (laughs) As a grown-up. Yeah, I have a couple videos that I uploaded to YouTube a while ago and then realized recently that i uploaded them to youtube and unlisted them oh no i i saw the screen name when he thought i wasn't looking so uh (laughs) i'll post them okay good good yeah i uh my best friend growing up ben sanderson and i and your brother and my brother made sketch comedy videos and yeah because we liked monty python and iMovie. Mm-hmm. You were pretty good at editing, though. Thank you. Thank you. I I edited in a fair amount of, uh, like, uh, lightning <laughs> into mm-hmm. various pieces. Mm-hmm. Understood the importance of a directing with a, like, a tracking shot while we're running to pretend like we're news mm-hmm. anchors mm-hmm. or news field reporters. See, that goes over my head right now. Yeah. Really good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is there uh, some part of your past that you'd like us to dig up before we start the episode? No, I actually appeared on Earth when I was 21 years old, fully formed. <laughs> and have an age today. Have an age today. Nothing embarrassing about me. Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are an almost award winning podcast <laughs> here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the day. Topic of the day. Josh, what's our topic today? Fire. 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 Polly, your apartment has a fireplace. Thank you. Yeah. Is it a working fireplace? No. It's fully decorative. Fully decorative. I hope it's not working. I have a lot of stuff put in there. Flammable stuff? Yeah, paper. Um, I... Wadded up in the fireplace. <laughs> I actually don't know that I... Scared of Santa Claus. <laughs> Not to, letting him through. Just trying to roast a mother effort. <laughs> I Let him burn. <laughs> Satan, Satan, <laughs> Satan. Is that the opposite of Santa in your mind? Yeah, it's just you just move, mix around the letters. No, the opposite of Santa's would be like... Krampus? No, it would have to be like something summer. Like, is there like a summertime wizard? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, yeah, no, let's... Okay, the opposite of Santa is Dumbledore on vacation. Well, no, but doesn't no. That's a that's an old white guy. No, full full, uh, full opposite is like young, trim person, summer guy, a summer woman who takes things away from you. Yes, <laughs> a heartbreaker. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? The opposite of Santa is the girl from LA LFAO's song "Summer Girls." <laughs> LMFAO. I like girls who wear summer combi and bitch. No, wasn't that LFO? 
Oh, it is LFO. LMFAO yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is the uncle nephew. Chinese Gumbo. food makes me sick. Yeah. And I get fat when I see girls in the summer. Because they take in away the a summer. part. In the summer. Yeah. <laughs> so we, and the, the girls hate cookies. Sure. <laughs> what, we've created a new holiday by accident. We're, what, two minutes into this episode and we've already created a holiday. Put it in your calendar. Yeah. <laughs> summer girl day. <laughs> it's the it's six months from Christmas exactly. Mm. So I uh, seem like the type of person. Mm-hmm. I seem like a cozy kind of person, right? That's true. Like I a lot don't, of candles. Yeah, I don't think I know how to make a fire in a fireplace. No, nobody does. That's something only dads know how to do. Sure, is that that? So like, you have a baby. You see your baby, you hold your baby for the first time, and they're like, we're going to let her let them rest with like with the mother. And you're like, okay. And you walk outside, and someone chloroforms you. Yep. And you're, you wake up in, a man, in an underground man cave, mm-hmm. and the council of dads is like, welcome. This is how you change a tire. This is how you change. <laughs> the next week of your life's going to be hell, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to teach you how to change a tire. We're going to teach you what a lug nut is. It's just dad jokes 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, I'm hungry. <laughs> I guess it's hi, hungry. I'm, I'm dad. dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get you get down on one knee to go. Hey, champ, again, <laughs> again. Where's the shoulder clap? Yeah, you have to learn how to do that whistle thing with your fingers. <laughs> Welcome to Dad Camp. <laughs> oh, I would watch that show. Dad Camp. Dad Camp. But yeah, no, I have no idea how to. Um, they also, you leave and you graduate with a pair of New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> Khakis with the crease in the front. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I've always, I like the idea of being able to like actually sit around the fire, drinking a hot drink and things like that. But uh, it also seems pretty dangerous. Yeah. The thing is, Josh, I, do you have that thing? Um, what is the name of it? Crippling anxiety. <laughs> do you have that thing? Oh, I have um, I have uh, fully overwhelming anxiety. Cool, cool, cool. So similar. Similar, similar. Uh, so, so mine uh, means that if I use a curling iron... Or I boil water in the morning or something. Before I can leave the apartment, I have to go around and take photos of all the outlets. Okay. Because otherwise I panic later that I left them on and I'm going to burn down the house. Mm. So I would say I cannot imagine the full on panic I would have (laughs) from having a fire in my home. Uh Uh-huh. I would have a meltdown. Literally. Yeah. I would have to sit there with gallons and gallons of water and pour it over. No. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to handle this. That's not good. No. (laughs) And maybe there's something wrong with me. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're perfect the way you are. Thank you. Fire's dangerous. Yes. It wouldn't hurt us if it was good for us. (laughs) And that's a Josh lesson. (laughs) (laughs) A Josh-ferism. Josh-ferism. We had a fireplace at... My in a in my childhood home, there's a fire fireplace. Mm. But we never actually got the flue cleaned. 
Oh, yeah, that's a thing you have to do every year. Yeah, right, exactly. You have to hire Dick Van Dyke to show up and sing a song on your roof. Oh, my God, the cat just walked in. The door was fully closed, and it swung behind her like a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, howdy, partners. (laughs) Hey, girl. I heard heard there's a criminal that needs catching. (laughs) Too bad it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the rootin'est, tootin'est bandit in all the wild, wild west. And if you don't give me the money, I'm going to set fire to this here bar. By that, you mean piss on the carpet again. (laughs) Anyway, we had a a fireplace and we never used it Mm -hmm. because a lot of work. Also, there's a... um, in my parents' house, we had a what's called the like the sunroom. So three of the three of the walls are sliding glass doors. Okay, it's a it's I guess other people call it a four season room. It's mm-hmm. not a three season room. Like it's heated. What in the world is the difference? Uh, heat, heat, yeah. Huh. So there's a like a wall heater that blows hot air from it, and my brother and I would wake up in the morning on cold days and just lie in front of the heater oh. like cats so we never did fires because like that heater was enough yeah that's that you're gonna the same thing i can't imagine that feeling <laughs> being warm yeah wanting something warm <laughs> paula is holding her up her heating pad uh like it's a championship belt like she just won wrestlemania she's the unified champion of the world in in tummy warmness. <laughs> uh, can I talk for a moment about yes. sex ed? <laughs> oh, gosh. Mom, close your ears. <laughs> Wendy, close your ears. Well, because the sex, sex education that we got was so bad, mm-hmm. even though I was in an affluent suburb of Boston. Mm-hmm. So, um, and stop me if I've told this story before. I don't, but, as soon as we're done recording an episode of the podcast, it goes out my brain. <laughs> it's true. I did text you being like, what about this quote for the tile? And you were like, who said that? <laughs> I still don't know the answer. That's, I feel the same way. Um, so they had this phrase that they liked to use to describe sexual relations, which was, and I quote, fire in the fireplace is safe and warm. What? Fire Wait, I, in, I, I don't understand what you mean. So fire in the fireplace is safe and warm. That's what they would call doing it? Well, that's what they said was an appropriate way to be a situation in which you could do it. Uh, because fire, like sex, is can be disruptive and destructive. But if you put it in a fireplace, which is a long-term committed relationship... Or marriage, <laughs> then it would be fine. And they were always like, yeah, no, it's totally fine. Like, if you've already had sex, it's okay. Like, that's fine. It's fine. But, like, you should just know that fire in the fireplace is safe and warm. And I was like, this is bonkers and not helpful and only is going to make people want to. The uh, sex isn't bad. Sex isn't bad. Okay, cool high schooler. <laughs> yeah, I was a cool high schooler. Didn't hey, think what's up, guys? Actually, <laughs> sex isn't bad and drugs are cool as hell. Yeah, I haven't done either of them. But from what I hear, <laughs> they both seem great. <laughs> I'm Josh. I may be the teacher's friend. <laughs> you may know me from... Wait, 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 let me start that over. 
Hey guys, I'm Josh. I might be the teacher's. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Josh. I might be the teacher's friend, but I'm also here to talk to you about sex and drugs. You may know me from such things as walking around the halls in a madrigal costume. <laughs> or AP classes. <laughs> But I actually know a whole lot about partying. <laughs> Not from experience, but from articles I read online. <laughs> First off, before we talk about online articles, let's talk about finding reputable sources. <laughs> turns chair around, turns hat around. <laughs> Who here's ever heard of JSTOR? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know we all get a login with our ab.mec.edu emails? Um, yeah, no, it was really not good. It's terrible. When when I took uh, sex ed, um, I, sorry, I didn't hear you. What did you sex ed? <laughs> uh, I remember being so because my mom would help me study for like anything. Like if I had like a history test or a science test, like sure. she would help quiz me. Thanks, mom. Mom, don't listen to this part. Uh, but I remember I was so flustered and so nervous for our sex ed test that I was like, I'm gonna, I have to study by myself. Like I can't sit there. And, like, ask my mom to quiz me. Now, Paula, one, horrifying. <laughs> so awkward. Yeah. Secondly, you have to tell me what's on a sex ed test. It was extremely in-depth. It was, like, all the all the parts. Oh, it was a written test? Yes, it was a written okay, exam. It wasn't a, and it was it about, wasn't a practical. It was about every STI you can get. Jesus. All the symptoms. Every part of like the anatomy. Yeah, I remember them being like, "Here's a slide of like, here's what a penis looks like yeah. when it's got chlamydia." Uh, <laughs> I was so. Some people call it crap. I was so incredibly flustered that I was like, I can't ask my mom to to quiz me, and so I studied too hard, <laughs> and I got like the extra credit, so I got a hundred and ten percent. Paula Skaggs, comma. PhD in sex. <laughs> and I was like, this is opposite. I didn't even get a normal score. <laughs> like no one else got that good a score. And it's like, she knows the STIs too well. Because <laughs> there's no good way to put it. Because on the one hand, it's like, does Paula have all of these STIs? <laughs> and the other way is like, she's never seen privates before. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I I mean, the appropriate grade would have been between a 93 and a 95. Sure. A solid A. A solid A. <laughs> but I would above and beyond. Yes, yeah, sure. You can do anything you want if you apply your mind to it. <laughs> and if you're terrified of your parents. <laughs> I have like a visceral memory of like laying in my bedroom with all the papers being like, Okay, so the ovaries, the uterus. <laughs> I'm imagining like someone walking in your mom knocking on your door and like, oh god. <laughs> like it was like porn or like a National Geographic. It's like actually like a National Geographic would have been better than straight up porn. I'm sitting there being like, gonorrhea curable. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say everyone's the best at one thing. <laughs> You know what else is fires? Campfires. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
people love doing it in the woods. That's not what we're going to talk about. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're really earning our explicit tag. This I know. Gosh, I hope neither of our moms listen. Wendy, if you're listening, Josh, is. I, I told him not to talk about any of this. <laughs> Campfires. Yeah. Campfires. Uh, I love the like campfire smell. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you're like. You know, it's also one of those smells where like other people don't feel weird about saying what you smell like. Like, yeah, you can't be like s- you smell like garbage. Yeah, right, exactly. And you, and you can't be like, you can't be like you smell today. Yeah, I wish you could. <laughs> I would love to say it to some of the people we know. Yeah, I I wish that sometimes in Ubers or Lyft I could be like, sir, or madam. Could you open the windows of your car because it's just farts. <laughs> it's farts all the way down. It would be society would be infinitely better if you could tell someone they smelled bad and they didn't get offended. You know how like at the airport they've got those like how are we doing those three buttons mm-hmm. right there? I wish you could just like leave a review this is getting a little black mirror but like you could just leave a review and be like this anonymously like they smell uh first off i'd be terrified to read all of your reviews all my reviews and also not anonymous yeah i think it should be like you know like if somebody says like oh josh you have a little something on your on your cheek you wouldn't be like um paula told me i had something on my cheek you'd be like oh thank you got it i wish it was like that and you could just go to someone and be like josh you smell terrible today and you'd go oh my god thank you for letting me know i i didn't put on the odor did i yeah and then that would just be the end like it wouldn't be a whole thing people of the world (laughs) rise up Put your arms in the air and then tell people how they smell. And there's a, I don't want to ever shame anyone for anything, but there's a movement right now to normalize body odor. Sure. And I'm vehemently opposed to that. (laughs) Sure. Get that stinky opinion out of here. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make less body odor. Sure. Um, But I do think that like somehow it's okay to be like, oh, you smell like campfire. Yeah. You smell like fire. Yeah. You smell like primordial human. Gross. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's a little bit weird. But uh, campfires are like so lovely in theory. Mm-hmm. And they can be really lovely when you're at them. But there's also the like the smoke just blows straight into your face. Yeah. Campfires are very fun under the exact right circumstances. Yes. It has to be not so cold outside. Yep. But not so warm outside. Yes. It's- you have to have not just some marshmallows. You have to have too many marshmallows. Yes. I want there to be so many that you could keep eating them for infinity. And there's still some left. Sure. You have to be with people who are willing to get vulnerable and talk about feelings. Okay. Sure. You Listeners can't be of this with podcast. Boring people. Yep. True. You have to have the right amount of layers with you. Yep. Because this is definitely, and I've said it once and I'll say it again. Campfires are the perfect uh, long sleeve on top, short sleeve on the bottom. That's true. That's true. Um, Yeah. I mean, and when you hit all those factors, a campfire is wonderful. Yes. Perfect amount of wind. Yep. But if one of those factors is off, campfire sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever have that thing? um, Other people introduced this to my life because, surprise, surprise, I do not come from an outdoor family. (laughs) My grandmother has been quoted as saying... uh, 
humans made houses to keep the animals on the outside. Mm. <laughs> Which, like, I like pets, but... <laughs> um, do you want one? I do want a pet. I'll give you that cat. <laughs> uh, she's too tied to your brand. <laughs> um, there's a whole thing Demons. of like... What is it? It's like the f- the smoke goes in your way and you say something like rabbit, rabbit, or like... You, uh, say, you some- say rabbit, rabbit, bunny, bunny on the first day of the month before you open your eyes. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like, you know, like when you wake up and before you open your eyes? So you like, wake up, eyes are still closed. Uh-huh. And then you're sp- on the first day of the month, you're okay. supposed to say rabbit, rabbit, bunny, bunny. And then you can open them. What? Why? Good luck for that month. Have you never heard this? I've never heard this in yes, my life. Yes, I yes. also mostly wake up startled to my alarm. So it's- No, no, no. You should try to do it. I guess you can do it before you get out of bed, but it's supposed to be before you open your eyes on the first day of the month. And you just say, rabbit, rabbit, bunny, bunny. Just because? Is that from anything? I don't know. Unfortunately, this episode's coming out on like February 3rd. Well, <laughs> do it in March, friends. Yeah. Rabbit, rabbit, bunny, bunny. Or bunny, bunny, rabbit, rabbit. Okay. I think it might be one or the other. Like, you could just say bunny, bunny, or you could just say rabbit, rabbit, but I've always said bunny, bunny, rabbit, rabbit. You just said double the luck. Mm-hmm. And you're the luckiest I'm person I know. I'm very greedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the other, one of your points about, like, people who are willing to get vulnerable around the fire, it does feel like the points in time that are most conducive to having, like, heart-to-heart conversations are long road trips mm-hmm. and campfires mm-hmm. and sleepovers it's like those three yeah where there's nothing to do but talk well now that there's cell phones you don't ever have to talk anyway yeah sure for sure um josh we when we met there was a campfire was there uh-huh. was there wow i have a better memory than josh wow look at that look at that wow uh i remember there being a jacuzzi it sounds like we met at hugh hefner's <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have a sordid history as Playboy Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a sordid history as a Hollywood bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) With a casting couch that's a mile long. (laughs) Um, No, we met... uh, At an improv retreat. Yeah, retreat is a strong word for it. I would call it trip. (laughs) Yeah, improv trip. Yeah, well, you weren't part of the No, the it was class. an improv class that took a trip and also Paula. Yeah, and also Paula because <laughs> people from our class dropped out and didn't want to hang out on for a whole weekend with other improvisers. Who would have thought? It's weird. And I said, count me in. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, count me in. Ahoy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't remember. Th- I really don't remember there being a fire. Maybe I just didn't see it. Was the there fr- was a second night. Was there like a fire pit? Yeah. I remember there being a jacuzzi. I remember us grilling. I remember us playing pass, uh, not password, uh, code names. You don't I, remember anything from that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that you were, uh, that we met. We like, we had a heart to heart on the beach, mm-hmm. which is how we became friends. I think we've gone over this before. Mm-hmm. You were wearing like a, like a shark one piece swimsuit. Is that right? Yes. You famously remember things I wear and I do not, <laughs> but that is true. That I makes me sound very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> And you text me that weeks later. Yeah, right. I just, every morning, you say bunny, bunny, rabbit, rabbit, and then you go, No, no, only on the first. Then you get a call from me being like, What are you wearing today? (laughs) Let me put it in my clueless computer. Uh, Yes, yes, yes. There was a fire pit. Sure. Um, That's all I remember. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, we did not have a guitar there, right? Uh, no, I brought it, but you, you threw it in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a, a notorious, famously hate, hate the person brings a guitar to a, to a campfire. the person who brings a guitar to a campfire. Paula, so my question for you is, do you hate good vibes? <laughs> do you hate chill vibes and great times with good friends? Yeah. Do you hate nights we'll never remember with the friends you'll never forget? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Paula, what? what in your soul can't say yes to a G chord, a C chord, <laughs> an A minor chord? Wait, hold on. A C chord, a G chord, an A minor chord, and an F chord? What is this for? It's a four Those chord four song. Mm, nice, nice, nice. It's, all, it's like, actually, let me show you. It's like pretty much every song that's ever been written. Let me show you. Let me, I'll just get, uh, let me get tuned up here. Oh, great. Paula, did you go to a high school that did like pep rallies and stuff like that? Yeah, big pep rally vibes at my high school. Yeah, we did the same thing. Um, and there was always like the Thanksgiving game was the big game where we played our rivals. Mm-hmm. And there was always, I don't think I ever went to the pep rallies, but there was always like, and we're going to like burn a straw man in effigy of our rivals or whatever, which like felt- that's a uh, weird as hell, dude. Yeah, it's like the the wicker <laughs> hey, man. Dude, that's creepy as hell. <laughs> the wicker man. <laughs> like, don't they do that at Burning Man? Uh haven't been. Haven't been in ima- a long time. I would imagine that at Burning Man they burn a man. I think it's the whole thing. I think that's the whole thing is they 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 build a giant guy and then at the end of the week they burn him down. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think that's the thing. Yeah, because so, it's- and the other thing. Burning Man is you don't pay for stuff, right? It's, yeah, it's a like, barter system. Yeah, it's like everyone's, yeah, it's and a collective it's, for white people to feel communing with nature. And you're mostly just bartering drugs, from yep. what I hear. And uh, good times and memories. <laughs> Real horned up episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, would you ever go to Burning Man? I don't think so. One of my friends uh, ran a, uh, was at a bus company that he had to manage the buses for burning man and mm. the stories that he told me about it i don't want anything to do with burning man was it pretty bad yeah it was just like drug city drug city and lots of like entitled people mm. like demanding bus rides and things like that see i wouldn't do burning man uh because i don't like to be uncomfortable even in the slightest sure e- even for half a second sure if i'm a tiny bit thirsty or a little warm i'll lose my mind okay and you might know this from uh famously getting text messages whenever i'm sick saying i'm gonna die soon yeah uh you as recently as a few hours ago told me that insides were gonna fall out yes exactly (laughs) that's true well i hope you feel better thank you listeners Um, if you want to send get well cards hopefully they're in time yeah you can send them to me (laughs) up <laughs> I need to bleep that. It's my real address. Um just the number. Just the number. Good luck. Um so I what was I saying? Burning Man. I think there was a time before Burning Man became a thing for rich people. Sure. Cuz it seems like it was a thing for kind of hippies and weirdos. Right, exactly. And then the like rich people were like let's pretend to be poor. Yeah, yeah, which is very big Marie Antoinette energy. Big Marie Antoinette mm. energy. I think it would have been fun back when it was the weirdos. Yeah. Now I think it would be terrible. Do you do music festivals and things like that? Because I know like, I have friends who have done Bonnaroo, and every time they explain it, they're like, it was amazing, and I almost dehydrated. 
Yeah, I've never done uh, like a Bonnaroo or something like yeah, that. Sure. I, I thought about it a couple times and then I feel like when I was the age I was interested in that, I was I was too broke. Right. And you know? I think I, I just like never had any desire to do it. Like I would want to see the bands, but I wouldn't want the whole life. Yeah. And, and also, but I'm also an indoor cat. Yeah, you, know you are. I mean? But also, frankly, like we we live in an area that we have we're very accessible to music festivals. Sure. Sure. So I'm sure they're wonderful, but And even not festivals, like we have Almost every band comes through Chicago. Yeah, actually, almost every band comes through Chicago. Yeah, we have like favorite venue. We don't just have a venue. We have lots of venues, and I have favorites. What would you bring to barter to Burning Man? Baseball cards. <laughs> of yourself? <laughs> I probably do have those. Do you have baseball cards of yourself? Yeah, from Little League. I want them. Wendy Linden. I want them. Help me here. I will frame them on my wall. Um, I will say, uh, my dad remembers every single person I've ever I ever played Little League with. Really? <laughs> he will be like this per-, they'll say a name and I'm like I haven't lived in your town in let me check 10 years. And he's like, "Oh no, you played baseball with him." And I was like, "Doesn't help." Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help. Um, you know, uh but what it, this is weird. <laughs> Great segue. This is weird. Okay. Burning Man. Okay. Fire Festival. <laughs> Sitting in a tree. Yeah. B U R N I N G. <laughs> um, how shocking is that? Fire festival and Burning Man. Uh, it's not. In both cases, rich people paid to go somewhere. Similar names. It's true. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> it's almost coincidence. Like, probably not. Um, could you, Paula, can you give a quick recap of what the fire Festival was? I've for been waiting listeners? for this moment my whole goddamn life. So in 2017, a little man named Billy McFarland and his best friend in the world, Ja Rule, <laughs> decided that they, of all people, should have a music festival. Mm-hmm. Were they qualified? Had they had them before? No and no. So they got a ton of money to throw a music festival. And the whole idea is it was going to be on this island in Jamaica. Is No. Jamaica is an island. I'm not very smart. It was going to be in this island in the Caribbean. Sure. And um, so this is kind of a fun fact. And there's two documentaries, and I've seen them both a thousand times. <laughs> so so they, they got an island. And it actually was going to work out really, really, really great. And the island used to be owned by Pablo Escobar. Oh, of like Narcos. Yes, notorious drug cartel. From Colombia. From Colombia. He had this island. And the owners on the island said, yes, you can rent this island for your weird little music festival, but you cannot tell anybody that this was Pablo Escobar's island because we do not want that associated with it. And they go, got it. And then a month later, they made a commercial and it opened with, on Pablo Escobar's (laughs) former island. So they lost it. Uh. So then they had to scramble and they spent all this money on promotion. I'm going on and on. No, it doesn't matter. Um, They spent all this money on promotion. They hired all these influencers and they didn't spend any money on the actual event. So then people got down there after spending thousands of dollars and it was chaos. (laughs) Nothing that was online was actually there. Yeah, it was like FEMA tents, right? FEMA tents instead of the like luxury cabins they had spent money on. The food was just pieces of bread with a cheese on it, which I call lunch, but apparently they call terrible. <laughs> um, all the bands canceled. 
I think they, I remember they said they did spend a ton of money on alcohol. Uh-huh. Uh, and the planes pretty much had to come back in and, and rescue these influencers. Sure. <laughs> our, our most important resource. <laughs> influencers I, I remember seeing it go down in real time yeah for sure because it was 2017 i remember i'm like saying i remember it like i remember i remember back do you remember the fire festival <laughs> it's like i'm saying it like the day princess diana died like yeah, i'm right. like i remember i remember that breaking news I, alert i remember the moment i remember what i was wearing <laughs> i remember this lunch i had I, what a what a wild Thing to happen yeah and it's so horrible but in the same way so delightful yeah well it's that whole schadenfreude thing right yeah Where you're like i don't know what that is it's taking pleasure in other people's pain yes it's a german word it's the right well the the people that lost out were like the car like the contractors and the, the yes. people from the island and that's terrible yes but seeing the influencers lose their mind online of course it sucked yeah of course it sucked and like those people some of those people will probably like we're really excited about that festival and, and took a week off of work and all that. But man, it was a little delightful. Yeah, right. Exactly. Because you're punching up, not punching down. In some of the cases. Yes. We're making fun of the right ones. Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's so, okay to make fun of a little bit. Yeah, as a treat. <laughs> as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Paula, I guess my question is. Yes. If we were to throw a failed festival, music festival, how would we plan it? <laughs> well, first off, I think that Billy McFarlane's big issue uh-huh. was he only booked bands that influencers would be interested in, young people. Sure. And I want to throw a family-friendly festival because I think it's going to be more fun if you get grandparents and kids, everybody trapped there. Sure. Oh, also, wait, I just remembered this moment from the documentary. Okay. So they interview a bunch of people that were there, and they're talking about how there was some mattresses. And basically, the Firefest people were like, well, come get a mattress. We don't have enough for everybody. Or maybe the mattresses were in the tents already. That's what's it. Then some, but not everyone had a mattress. Sure. And so there was chaos. Like, they said to people, run, and then people started, like, running. And this one guy looks straight at the camera and says, yeah, it was so crazy that we just started peeing on the mattresses so no one could have one. <laughs> That guy sucks. <laughs> Our society is so broken. <laughs> Instead of like figuring out what's fair, this guy's like, let's just piss on them all. Just burn it down. Um, how do you think we would make our own fire festival? Our own burn our own uh, being earnest fire festival. <laughs> um burning earnest. Burning earnest. <laughs> um I'd like um, only one hit wonder bands, mm. but they play full sets of the same song or of different songs. I had think I thought I thought the like the other hits, but it's kind of funny if like Cameron only plays Hey Ma for an hour. What is Cameron and what is Hey Ma? It's a song. Look it up. Okay. Read a book or like Hadaway's What Is Love. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. <laughs> Read a book yeah. about one hit wonders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Read this blog post I wrote about One Hit Wonders. Go on my blog, onehitwonders.com. Um, I also like the idea of like just loose cottage cheese. Ew. Yeah, it's gross. It's a bad but festival. What, okay, think about this. Pool of cottage cheese. <laughs> You're swimming in? It would feel a little good. 
Like it would be mostly <laughs> it disgusting. Would it would be so gross. It would be look for the first second. You're the first person. Hot, hot, hot day. You're in that hot Caribbean sun. Hot, hot people. I'm imagining like just a a, a whole poolside like what you see like influencer videos where they're like all these hot people just playing around in the like uh, like mm-hmm. in the Vegas pool but keep going well so I'm picturing <laughs> one of the above ground ones that you can buy from Walmart sure <laughs> and that's kind of two different perceptions of our personalities <laughs> sure but but filled with cold cottage cheese <laughs> ice cold cottage cheese like it's been in the fridge and it's gonna be gross after 20 minutes. Yeah. But <laughs> when those first 19 minutes and 59 seconds, you were infinite. <laughs> so I think we're really earning our. Oh my gosh, that would feel so good on your skin. <laughs> so- it would either make you, it would either make you 20 years younger or 50 years older. <laughs> I cannot believe that you think this would feel good. I think it would feel so good. This- I don't even like cottage cheese, but I think it would be so. Fun to swim through. No, oh God. do you think you could like do normal? No, it's this... like a front crawl through cottage cheese. I don't want to swim in a semi-solid. Oh, I can feel it. I think it feels so wonderful. I know this is there's a there is like a large percentage of our listenership right now that is probably like I'm never listening to this podcast again, and another percentage here we're like no kink, no shame. They're like this is doing something for me, <laughs> and I want us all to be wearing like 1950s style swimsuits. <laughs> I'm just imagining synchronized swimming. You know the little splish splash sound that pools make? I hate this. No, I hate this. I hate this. Turn it off. Shut it off. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. I hate this. I want to live there. Can we talk about our greatest musical historian mm, yes william joel william joel <laughs> the what bard a- of our generation all right let's play a little game okay all right, this is a new segment okay all right so there's four alternative titles to this one okay you want to hear them all yeah Kay. yes please so all right so you have to announce the number and then i'll sing you the title of this okay. game option number one billy joel's middle name <laughs> wait no 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 <laughs> Oh, Billy Joel's middle name. Very Billy good. Joel's middle name. You have to guess what is his middle name. <laughs> okay, that's option number one. And then three more of those. <laughs> All right, I have to guess Billy Joel's middle name. I take it. Yeah. How long do I have? 30 minutes. For the longest time. <laughs> What All right, we get it. You have a better voice than me. Is his middle name? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Billy Joel in concert if three I times told on my own. You I love Billy. Name, ooh, <laughs> I love Billy Joel. Did you know that? I love Billy Joel. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and all the dads. <laughs> He's uh, New Jersey's second. Is he from New Jersey or no? New he's from the Bronx. <laughs> you absolute numbskull. <laughs> so that's why he and Bruce Springsteen haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> Springsteen's from New Jersey. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. There can only be one. Yeah, they're actually kind of different, but whatever. So what's Billy Joel's middle name? Yeah, I'm just gonna guess. Yep. 
could it be that his middle name is William and he has a first name that's like Derek William Joel, but he goes by That's Billy? your final guess? His name is Derek William Joel? <laughs> yes. Okay. That is wrong. <laughs> you had the wrong answer to Billy Joel. It is William Martin Joel. Okay, I'm going to guess once and we did four songs for the intro of this segment, but I only get one guess. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so Billy Joel didn't start the fire, but he does know a lot about the fire. There's so many details that go into the fire. <laughs> yeah. So what is the purpose of We Didn't Start the Fire? What is the purpose of that song? For that's him- the one that goes, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Maryland, Monroe. It's just yeah. things. Yeah, well, no. So it's all the world events worth noting since he was born. Boring. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess my question for you is, what didn't he start? <laughs> if we didn't start the fire, what else didn't Billy Joel start? Um, well, I'll tell you what he definitely didn't start. What? That copy of Infinite Jess that's been sitting by his bed <laughs> sure. for two and a half years. Sure. And he keeps saying, I love to read. And it's like, then show me proof that you're reading the book, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's David Wallace's middle name? Martin. Foster. Um, <laughs> David Martin Foster Wallace. <laughs> um, you know, he also didn't start uh, Duolingo. He signed up. Mm. He signed up for the, uh, you know, the free trial and he wanted to learn Spanish. Duolingo is always free. All right. Well, fuck me then. <laughs> Thanks, Paula. Thanks he for supporting me. And he thought, I'm going to do this on the train in the morning. Yes, because Billy Joel takes the train ever since he got that DUI. <laughs> you know, he also didn't start. Hmm. He put a chicken in the oven like 15, 14, 20 minutes ago, but he can't remember because he didn't start the goddamn timer. Oh, and he my does, God. And he doesn't have a, a good enough Insta-read thermometer to really check. Yeah. When is this chicken going to be done? So now he's got to burn it. His ma's coming over. His ma's coming over. <laughs> Piano man. <laughs> Piano man, where's my roast chicken? All right, I would watch the heck out of this Food Network show. <laughs> Billy Joel cooks your favorites. <laughs> Billy Joel cooks his ma chicken. <laughs> and it's the previews are like those like compilation albums where it shows you all the recipes and it's just roast chicken uh-huh. on an entire scroll of roast chicken. Yes. What do you call the insects that fly around and can light up? On their ends of them. Uh, kumquats. <laughs> That's just wrong. Um, Got you. Uh, they're uh, fireflies. I say the same thing. But there's lots of different names for them. Lightning bugs. Yeah, lightning bugs. Lit, lit up lit up beetles. <laughs> Fancy butt boys. Fancy butt boys. <laughs> um, JJ and the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> um... I've heard that they're good luck to catch a lightning bug. <laughs> Not for the lightning bug. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Um, I never really saw them in New England. It was like not a thing. I don't think they're everywhere. I didn't see them until I moved to, like when I, until I moved to Minnesota. Interesting. But I remember thinking they were the coolest things in the world. Yeah, same in Chicago. I'm very good at catching them. Ooh. Isn't that cool? Everyone's the best in the world in one thing. I know. And I uh, sometimes the, the little girl in my building and I will go out and catch them. Paula, that's so freaking adorable. I know. 
That's so cute. I know. I taught her to catch them. No. Oh, to the next generation. And I'm teaching the next generation. That's really like where the joy comes in. Yes. That's where your legacy will be. Yes. And she'll pass it on to her downstairs neighbor. <laughs> and she to hers. It pa- keeps going forever. Yeah. That's feminism. <laughs> Um, so you're like kind of a Viking, right? Like a Viking blood. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Nordic. You, yeah, sure. Would you want, you know, Viking funerals mm-hmm. where they put you on a boat and then they shoot a flaming arrow. Mm-hmm. And that, that arrow better land. Yeah. Cause that's embarrassing. If you're there at your grandpa's funeral. <laughs> You're describing a scene from Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah, there's a whole scene where one of the guys can't hit the boat. What if it turned out I wrote Game of Thrones? <laughs> We're going to play a name a game called What is the do the RR stand for in George R R Martin's name? Rollo Rags. <laughs> <laughs> Ro- I let Scooby Doo I let Scooby Doo sign my name on it. <laughs> Well, yeah, your yours is a lot funnier in a Scooby Doo voice because Ross Rinton is not as funny. <laughs> you have as... a pretty good Scooby Doo, though. Thank you. Do you mind again? Roll a rush. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something bad is happening to Scooby. <laughs> yeah, right. They were also they were high as hell, right? Yeah, it's not the whole joke. The whole joke is that like Shaggy. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you're the first person to realize that they were wait, high. Wait, Paula, <laughs> did they blaze up? <laughs> And was Fred a square? No, Fred was cool. No, Fred was the one with the ascot. Fred was the hot one. Fred was the one who was straight-laced. No, no, no. Fred was the one that was uh, kissing Daphne. Yeah, but... And it seemed like Daphne just like... it's. Oh, my God. Is The Breakfast Club based off of Scooby-Doo? Wait. Is it just Scooby-Doo fan fiction? It's a John Hughes Scooby-Doo fan fiction? Wait, because there's the nerd. Yeah. Velma. Yeah. There's the weirdo. Yeah. Who's that? Well, Emilio Estevez is the like, he's like what wrestler or whatever. He's like the straight edge. He's Fred. Okay. The like Velma. We do not know this movie well yeah, enough Velma to be doing this the, bit. Is the, the, is Molly Ringwald. Okay. The like straight edged one there. Um, the like nerdy kid who gets high with them too is. That's Velma because uh, Molly Ringwald's the hot one. Yeah, and then there's the... So one- she's Daphne. Yes. And then there's the, like, weird girl. That's Shaggy. <laughs> and then she has that talking dog who won't stop solving <laughs> yeah, mysteries. Mess with the dog, you'll get the horns. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Viking funerals. Yeah, would you Would you want it? <laughs> no. No? Would you? I don't know. Maybe... You know, imagine just like, I, so it's on the line of like nerdy shit that if pulled off correctly is super cool, but if pulled you off know wrong how at often all. Nerdy shit is pulled off correctly and looks cool. Like really just Hamilton, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and really only that is because like a lot of people involved were hot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? Before we go, we're going to do our weekly signature segment earnest moment of the week as we mentioned 
in our last episode. Uh, we have some leftover imatwas from, from our imatwas. live show. So if we say yours, give us a little tweet or a uh, or a message. We are at being earnest pod everywhere, everywhere, and then also um, uh, being earnest pod at gmail dot com. If you want to send us an email, you can send us your imatwas. You can send us your topic ideas. You can send us your uh, family tree history weirdness, small town festivals, or you can just say hi. Anything you want to send to us. Yes. Uh, so the first one I have is uh, somebody, and, and we did not include asking people for their names, but it kind of adds a fun. Uh, this earnest one of the week is, I went to Target for a bamboo laundry rack, and I left with a printer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Sometimes you go in for bed, and sometimes you go in for bath, but, but you always come back with me on. I love that one. It is so relatable. Yeah. I've got one from a listener. Hi, listener. <laughs> I saw a golden retriever on his walk home who was bopping along, clearly very happy because he was carrying along a stick in his mouth that was like three feet long. Oh. Clearly, he was a very good boy oh. because he wasn't even on a leash. A great boy. The best of boys. I saw a little golden retriever on social media today who uh, bears his teeth, but not in an aggressive way. Oh, so it's like just like smiling? he just sits there like this. <laughs> That's and so it's the cute. Dumbest looking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, as always, we want to thank Ryan Cruz for our wonderful logo. You can follow her at at rbcruiser on Instagram.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, our wonderful friend Dylan Dutch, who designed our theme song. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at at Dylan Dutch. We're so thankful for you listening to the podcast. If you have but a spare moment in your heart to write us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. We would love you forever and ever. We'll give you a quick shout out. I want to give a shout Josh out. Josh will give you $1,000. <laughs> Unconfirmed. I want to give a shout out to uh, family friend, Julie McCall, who wrote us a review a little while ago on Stitcher, which I did not see until recently and just wanted to thank her for doing that. Um, if you have a friend who you think would be, uh, would like the podcast, Mention them in the comments. We usually post a lot about this. Um, additionally, we made a new page on the website. It's being earnest pod slash new dash listeners. That's being slash new dash listeners. And it's got a little like it's got a couple handpicked episodes that we think give a really good sense of our wacky zany comedy and our nostalgic Ew, moments. That makes it sound like we're like shock jocks. We have been a zany, wacky comedy. (laughs) And so, uh, but it's good things to start with. It's also got our sampler. It's got our trailer, things like that. So it's a really easy way for you to to, uh, share it with a friend. And until next week, just remember, tell us your name. What's your middle name? (laughs) Billy Joel, what's your middle name? (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Thank you. See you next week. Bye.